0: Welcome to Sales Tech Stars, Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Chris Maeda, co-founder and CTO at bodco.ai, an AI-powered marketing chat solution, is here to share a few thoughts on the impact of chatbots in today's digital sales and marketing world. Chris, it's really good to have you here, and uh, we're happy to have you on the show. We're excited to hear from you today. But before we really dive into the theme of the day, we'd love it if you can tell us about yourself and your journey. What inspires you about the B2B tech market today? And if you can tell us a little bit more about your role and Botco.ai, we'd really love to hear more about the platform as well. That would really be great.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. The thing that I love most about the B2B tech market and B2B CRM in general is first and foremost, you're dealing with rational economic buyers. I come from an academic background where there's uh you have to prove your stuff works. And B2B buyers are the same. It's like, if you can prove that your technology adds value, helps them make more money, helps them save money, then they they almost have a fiduciary duty to buy it. So it's like, there's far less emotion in these kinds of sales. And, and as a tech person, that's very appealing. I fell into the space by accident. I have an academic background. I, did, I, I worked in the uh, first AI industry, the symbolic AI industry in the 80s. And you know, that industry kind of failed and went into the AI winter. So I, I lost my religion and did computer systems for a while and then fell into marketing automation. So I was involved with one of the early marketing automation companies in the nineties, and we helped build email marketing tools. And for that, I apologize, but it was very effective tools for marketers. And then recently my assumption was always that every few years there's going to be a new Technology for interacting with customers and originally it would have been direct mail. Then you had the internet and email and then you had social. And then a few years ago, I was on a trip to Asia and, and people pulled me aside and said, have you heard of this WeChat thing? And um, it's replaced web, it's replaced email, everything goes over chat because it's on people's phones. It's immediate so I knew that was the new platform and called up all my old co-founders and we started this new company to build tools for this new platform. So I guess the things that excite me are the fact that interesting technology, the ability to build software that automates this technology and, and automates these interactions and provides value to businesses.
0: Absolutely. Like you rightly mentioned, we've all been seeing a very consistent evolution in the marketplace. So there was the this in email marketing, but today, the way you look at it, sales teams and marketers have so much more choice, so many other channels through which they can not only nurture their target audience, but you know, effectively sort of close deals and close deals faster. Basically the growth of instant platforms, instant messaging. There's a need for this because it allows, especially even in the B2B marketplace, it allows salespeople to shorten the sales cycle as well. So we've sort of grown from the typical email marketing of the 90s and while as a concept and as a channel, it'll always be very important in business communications. There will always be newer innovations, newer apps and newer ways to sort of find an audience and also nurture them and grab that end goal that sailed from them. So in the middle of all of this, there's obviously been a lot of chat, a lot of hype, a lot of dynamics when it comes to not just AI in marketing and sales, but also the growth of AI powered chat solutions. And we've seen a lot of interesting ways in how brands have been remodifying their websites, remodifying certain areas in their communication strategy to sort of make it more interactive, make it more intuitive, connect, online users directly to salespeople or the relevant marketing member to sort of not let the conversation go. We'd love to hear from you on your thoughts here. What are some of the evolving ways in which you've seen chatbots and sales and marketing grow today? And what what are some thoughts that you have in general about this?
1: Sure. If you take the long view, that the trend has always been better interactivity, shorter cycle times, get your answers quicker, and just generally reduce the friction of, of a sales cycle. So what we've seen, and, and I think because it's a new channel, the marketers are still trying to wrap their heads around how to use it. But what we've seen is when you have prospects come to your website, you know, they can interact with the chatbot immediately. People don't necessarily want to search through your website to find their answer. They don't necessarily want to type in search queries. The chatbot allows them to just ask their questions directly and get an answer immediately so what we've seen with our customers is that it does reduce the friction in the sales cycle and speed things up immensely so we see things where it's like even for very high dollar complex products the fact that you can come to the site get your answers quickly and and sort of advance several stages in the sales cycle is kind of amazing how well the technology is working
0: absolutely and while we're talking about this it would be great if you can throw a little light on some leading brands some leading websites through which you've seen very exceptional and very interactive or intuitive chatbot experiences that have been placed. And what are some of the key takeaways that marketing and salespeople can get from those highlights or those experiences or examples?
1: Sure. One customer we spent a, uh, a lot of time with is Massage Envy, which is a chain of personal care clinics. One thing that our, our chatbot does for them is that you can just go to the site, find the closest clinics, find which services are, are offered, Um, and actually, you know, get the pricing and book appointments. So, um, you know, literally the the chatbot handles the entire sales cycle for them. And we have access to their location database, the specific capabilities of each location. So it isn't the case where the chatbot can only answer generic questions, but not specifics. Like we can actually go go deep into specifically what they do there, what pricing is, and sign them up for appointments and subscriptions.
0: You've been talking about the evolution and also what inspired Botco.ai as a platform. But in general, when it comes to AI and its effect in the overall marketing and sales environment, how do you see it impact this landscape and this environment? What do you feel? How do you feel AI as a technology is set to basically transform the way salespeople plan their cadences or plan their future communications as well as marketing teams?
1: I think the way it will transform sales and marketing is that any sort of routine interaction that can be automated should be automated and will be automated. That means like AI can probably automate the the top half of the funnel and then leave it. And in some cases, automate the entire funnel, or in some cases, allow the, the human salespeople to focus on closing business, dealing with the higher value customers, et cetera. So, I mean, the routine types of interactions are like literature requests, register for seminars, things like that. And that's the basic stuff that email marketing can, has also done historically. But what chatbots can do is when the people read that literature and have questions the, the chatbots can actually engage those questions as well, where if they want to know specific details, they want product comparisons, they want to know how things work. Those are also things, interactions that the chatbots can answer. So every time you can answer those kinds of questions and advance the, the customer through the funnel without having to involve salespeople, you're making the, you know, the sales teams more productive and the company's more profitable. And in the same way, some people might come to the chatbot and you know they've got a support issue or, or a customer sat issue. The chatbots can often resolve those as well. And that, adv- that advances sales cycles because people are not willing to listen to sales and marketing messages that they have another issue that that has to be resolved first. So it's this general reduction of friction across all the customer interactions and making the sales teams more productive.
0: Absolutely. And I think in general, if the workflow is built out in a very strategic manner, as you rightly said, instead of having a human, of course, human intervention is definitely required to finally like close a deal or nurture, nurture your reader or your user. But of course, all of this can lead to better hiring processes as well from the point of view that you might not need to have as many live agents active all the time if you have your automation in place. And it's able to sort of carry on the conversation with your user, with your online visitor. So it'll really be interesting to see how brands continue to employ or deploy these kind of technologies for the next couple of years. And we're obviously out there observing the market. And before we wrap up for the day, though, we'd like like to hear from you more on what you feel the sales tech and martech segment is set to shape up to look like. So we've spoken a lot about the impact of chatbots and how that's set to sort of stay and continue impacting the way marketers as well as salespeople nurture their visitors at least via channels like the websites. But say, you know, this is also impacting the way people choose their sales tech. It's impacting the way people decide how to integrate their different marketing technologies as well. So what do you feel is the roadmap that you have in mind in the next couple of years? How do you feel these two segments are sort of going to merge? And how do you feel the chatbot industry is going to play a role here?
1: I think the best marketers I've seen are the ones that coordinate marketing programs across multiple channels in a very coherent way. And in some ways that that's kind of the the difference between the, you know, the good marketers and the great marketers. So I think chat will be a a channel that, that makes sense for certain things. And that would be supplemented with other channels like email, SMS, direct human contact, so the brands that can coordinate all those channels will probably be, you know, will be the ones that win. So I think that's really how the, the landscape will evolve. It's like, you know, none of these channels are really in isolation. From the customer standpoint, they're all just different ways of interacting with the customer. So the way that this landscape will evolve is that we'll have to chat, will take its place in the toolbox of channels, and it will have to be coordinated with all the other marketing programs across all the other channels.
0: We have a very interesting question because we've always often said there's no question that's a silly question. So, you know, it's obvious today that no matter how innovative a brand's chatbot platform is, at the end of the day, it can mainly and mostly only be deployed through a brand's website. So, do you ever feel that there'll ever be that level of innovation where you have live chats or chatbots actually possibly built into email campaigns, or you know, even a brand's social messaging or social pages? What thought do you have here when it comes to the future of chatbot innovations?
1: Oh yeah, well, I mean, chat isn't limited to websites. I think the advantage of chat is that you have all the public chat channels. So, prior to chat, people were trying to get their apps onto onto people's handsets. So there were like thousands of apps and. And any given brand's app was lost in this noise of, of a thousand other apps. So the thing with chat is that everyone has WhatsApp and Messenger and WeChat on their phones and people take interruptions from these chat apps all the time. So it's this holy grail of getting onto the mobile handsets and getting people's attention. And that's one of the big advantages or, or big value proposition to the chat channel, because if you come through these public chat applications, then you can get their attention very easily because they're already on the phone talking to their friends.
0: Absolutely. I think, Chris, this was in all a very interesting conversation, and we're definitely going to have you back again for more. But before we formally sign up for the day, if you'd like to share a couple of maybe just five best practices for teams deploying chatbots for the first time, what would they be?
1: I think the the best practices are there's there's always low-hanging fruit. So you kind of look at what your customer support reps or salespeople are doing and identify the 80% of that that can be automated and automate that because the chatbots can do it very easily and you'll get an immediate boost in productivity. And then, you know, from there, your marketing people sort of get acquainted with the channel, get a feel for what it can do. And then from there, they can start doing more sophisticated experiments with different promotions, different kinds of programs, et cetera. So every time there's a new channel, a new marketing channel or a new interaction channel, it takes the marketers time to figure out how to use it best. And, And I think we're still in the early days of that with chat channels.
0: Absolutely, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to share your thoughts with us today and we look forward to the next conversation but until then, we wish you and the team at botco.ai all the very best
1: This was a lot of fun, thank you very much